0: Thank you.
1: Hello and welcome this week to Talking Flutes Extra, the in-betweeny podcast, sandwiched between the Talking Flutes pods. My name is Jean-Paul Wright. Firstly, I'd like to say a huge thank you to all our listeners for making this flute podcast channel so popular. With an excess of 1.1 million hits, yes, over a million, we are delighted that you keep returning week after week to hear what we have to say about all things Flute. Well, the truth is, you'd probably tune in to hear Claire's talking flutes rather than my rather daft ones. However, I would take the credit where credit is not due. Obviously, if you're listening on iTunes, don't forget to give us a like and, of course, a five-star rating, he says embarrassingly. This week, I'm going to be a bit mischievous and I'm going to dial into Florida to speak to a genuine polymath. As a new Emmy Award winner, multiple Latin Grammy nominee, and music awards under his belt, the one thing you can be sure of with this phenomenon is that each day is a brand new day with many brand new ideas. Now, we've already done a podcast with this guy and Gualo, his guitar duo member, uh, when I was in Los Angeles in January. And we entitled it, it's all about the F word. It's all about fun. And it's 12 minutes past nine here in the morning, London time. So if my maths are right, that is 12 minutes past four in the morning in Florida. So I wonder whether Jose Valentino has got a smile on. So I'm just calling up here. And let, let's have a go. Let's. <laughs> Oops, excuse me. Let's. Well, oh, I have to keep quiet here. It's in the middle of night. Though. He's dialing. He's not answering. Hello. This is London calling. This is London calling. Come in, Jose Valentino. Uncle. Good morning, Jose. What time is it? It's twelve minutes past four, isn't
2: it? <laughs> it's like 4 a.m <laughs> what the f
1: oh dear
2: well you're uh, calling me at this time
1: <laughs> i'm glad oh, you know well i've just been telling our listeners on talking flutes that
2: your... listeners
1: listen <laughs> listener
2: I'm, I'm sleeping right now john paul
1: <laughs> oh, dear, dear, dear. Would you like, would you care to um, join us for a little chat at such an early time?
2: For you, anything.
1: <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Now, I do realize being so early in the morning, um, you, you won't have your flute by the side of you, will you?
2: Dude, you know me, man. I always have flute out right next to the bed, I'm always <laughs> ready for it for the f-word for
1: fun the fun oh right so the f-word this week is it going to be fun or the flute word it's got to be fun hasn't it
2: yeah even in the bed it's fun so i'm ready for fun (laughs) with the flute.
1: so can can you just prove to me at just after 4 a.m in the morning that you've actually got the flute by the side of you because no one has the flute by the side of their bed (laughs) nobody
2: does dude i don't know if i have the energy is this for real a podcast yeah (laughs) It is. Hi, everyone. Um, okay. Uh, Let me grab it. (laughs) Sorry if I don't have the energy.
0: (laughs) <laughs> i wasn't
1: expecting that
2: <laughs> i'm sorry dude i'm just getting warmed up dude i mean it's it's 4 a.m it's 4:18 18 right now
1: <laughs> and it's me that's got the coffee in my hand
2: uh, no oh. I, I you know me i can't if i do coffee i'll go ballistic so ah oh, yeah hopefully i didn't wake up the baby <laughs> oh. 4 a.m Yes, oh,
1: uh, uh, I take
2: it. It takes well, let's a, have some fun. Let's uh, have
1: some fun. Yeah, the f word, Joey. The f word. Yeah. Now, um, uh, you've just before we sort of talk about what you are doing now, um, you spent the last few years at Lee University, haven't you? Yeah, and um, looking at all the social media postings that you've done, and also the uh, the multiple um, awards that your ex students have won, it's all about putting fun back into their lives when it comes to music and that's quite hard isn't it um
2: i think for a lot of people it's like a phenomenon a lot of people just have forgotten how to have fun but it's something that i've never neglected in my pedagogy or uh, when i perform or when i produce music with people so
1: yeah and certainly when you're studying the the process of studying the analytical side and the keeping your your professor happy, doing all the practice, the performance, sometimes that fun side tends to be left to one side, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, I'm sure it does you know uh, yeah. who wants to do analytics or even talk about analytics at four in the morning. <laughs>
1: As, as, as a professor, Joey, yeah. as a professor, when a student comes in, do you, are you smiling automatically?
2: You know, I've, I've understood that if you smile more, you know, the way you position, uh, your posture, and uh, just uh, I, I really do a lot of mental imagery to get my pre- myself prepared because I think at the end of the day, the students deserve my very best or at least the best version of myself, you know, and, and uh, with the world today and so much pressure uh, to to perform, to play the part, you know, um, I, I always want to bring the fun to, uh, you know, uh, make people feel more relaxed when they're going to learn because, uh, you know, I mean, uh, music is fun.
1: It is, it's fun and it unlocks emotions and, because you play so many different instruments, I mean, there's not many that you don't play. You're, the way that you behave on stage, I w- used to think that when you're on your bass guitar and you're really going for it, yeah, and you're really free, mm-hmm. um, and then you move from that onto a flute, that there is a subtle change in how you behave to an audience. But when you're playing, there isn't you just transfer the same energy from one instrument onto the other.
2: Yeah, I, you know, it's, it's a it's a feeling of gratitude um, just to even be able to do this for a living. You know, I feel like uh, based on people's posts and, and having conversations with people and just observing musicians, a lot of them almost feel entitled to get to have the career that they have. And I don't think any of us deserve this we were given a gift and i think we should treat it uh, with with great humility and respect and enjoy you know um bring back the playing aspect to playing you know we call it playing but i so so often um does it feel more like a task than it feels um like, like like playing you know what i mean and so uh i whenever i play I can't help but feel the gratitude to be able to share and uh, relate with people through the power of music. And that to me is fun. It's, it's to be able to make human connections and relationships with others. And, um, you know, uh, and yeah, I mean, just to see people's faces light up transformation, you know, it's like an antidote um, that, that, that is ameliorating people's needs. Look at that, I'm saying the word ameliorating at four in the morning. <laughs> um so what what
1: what you are great at though is and you really are an expert at this is to make each individual person that plays for you or you hear play feel as though it isn't a competition they are unique in what they do so therefore mm -hmm. let the world hear them and not worry just have fun
2: absolutely i mean you know um Competition's great. I mean, right now um, we have the NBA finals, uh, 2019 NBA finals going on. And I love watching it. But, uh, you know, some of those players, what they say at the end of the day when they're being interviewed, whether they win or lose uh, the series, is, you know, they're secure in who they are. Yes. And I think it's important for us to be secure in who we are. You know, more important than being the best, and I put that with quotation marks, is to be distinct. You know, to distinguish yourself. And um, we've said in previous podcasts, it's important to be firm in your identity before pursuing your purpose and expressing your purpose through various roles uh, as a musician. So, um, you know, I I think uh, establishing your niche, establishing your identity, that is what is most important. And, uh, you know, so when somebody else comes and you can actually listen to them, and enjoy what they have to offer without feeling any type of pressure or threatened, because maybe you play the same instrument, maybe you even play the same genre, but perhaps the mission is slightly different. And I think people need to do a lot of self-reflection, journaling, and establish uh, these aspects, you know, to form uh, formulate who they are. And and once you do that, uh, you know, are securing your identity and uh, have jot down what your purpose is. Why? What are you gonna use your music for, and how you're gonna express it through various roles? I think it eases the tension a bit for the individual, and can open up, you know, a world of fun. Uh, and that is awesome because then, uh, you know, uh, the practice, the journey, the process, it doesn't feel arduous. It feels like a joy to play. It feels like fun. And, uh, you know, uh, enjoy something that you do every single day. You'll never have to work a day in your life.
1: Well, you teach freedom of thought, freedom of expression, and really pushing the boundaries to actually find out who you are. And it's only, as, as you've just said, when you find out who you are, that you can start pushing and developing your own unique self. How do you go about giving an individual the freedom to explore?
2: Well, you know, in many ways, um, for, talking to the audience of flute players, um, what I do with with my students or just anybody who is wanting to take a lesson, uh, in many ways, like when, when it's in person, we don't even touch the flute for like the first 15 minutes and we'll go and walk, we'll go take a jog. I'm serious. I mean, imagine going to an applied lesson where... The first 15 minutes, we're just going to, I'm going to guide you um, to say, to think, to laugh, you know, to to uh, try things for 15 minutes that that, you know, requires uh, you to put down your flute and just to live. You know, a lot of people are alive, but they're not living. And, uh, you know, just letting people realize like the power that they have and, and the freedom that they're capable of, you know, I think we have to get them out of their comfort zone. And so, um, you, you know, lessons are usually held in an office. You're lucky if you have a window, you know what I mean? So in many ways it feels like a cage and then you have a stand right in front of you. It could be pretty intimidating, especially if you're taking lessons from somebody who is light years, uh, you know, more proficient than you in the, in the instrument. Um, but on the instrument, I should say. Um, but yeah, that's one of the ways that I do it. I um, encourage students to uh, get outside. You know, sometimes they're playing and, and it's all technically perfect, but it just sounds uh, like a robot. It doesn't sound like uh, human expression. So I tell them, you know, put down the flute for a week or a week and a half. You know what I mean? And then, uh, then play your instrument. You gotta have time to let your brain process all the technical aspects and then also for you to live a little so that you could put life into your music, you know, <clears throat> so that you can translate uh, episodic memories into musical meaning. So these are just some of the ways, and and, and I talk about this with the students. And I think uh, in doing so, you know, uh, people feel more comfortable to have fun.
1: Well, I've heard you at the National Flute Association, the NFA convention. I don't know if it was last Mm -hmm. year or the one in Minneapolis where there was a lady who was playing and she apologized for her playing and you stopped her before she even picked the flute up and said, one thing you should never do is apologize because what you do is make unique music. Be proud of what you make and be proud of what you do. And I always remember that because she everything changed because she was quite embarrassed pick the flute up in front of you and made that apology you interjected and then her shoulders went down and she smiled and then she played
2: yeah it, you know i don't know who wrote this law because i've never read it that the flute is supposed to be played one way <laughs> yes absolutely i mean, absolutely. Uh, I mean
1: there is a law, we're though, isn't there? An,
2: we're, we're talking about a family of instruments, of instruments, the flute, right? Like, the family of flutes, just like percussion, can be found in all populated continents around the world. I bet you if you go to Antarctica, you can take one of those icicles, poke some holes and <laughs> make an icicle flute. I, you know, I mean, flutes are just prevalent all around the world. Yeah. And one of the reasons why I love playing the flute so much is it's been good to me. And embracing this mindset, I've traveled the world and I have seen how people approach this instrument and express their humanity through the instrument. At the end of the day, it's a tool to express your humanity. And I'm so glad that we're all not alike, that there is uh, diversity, you know what I mean, existing all around the world and everybody has a different story and people are expressing it their flute differently. So if if a tone sounds airier or if uh, a person plays busier or less busy or if there's a more meditative approach, melancholic approach, I mean, you know, my flute playing should be evolving constantly. And uh, as people will find out, you know, soon enough in the next upcoming months, um, you know, th- there's going to be some content release that uh, most people wouldn't think is me, but it is part of me because it's a reflection of a, a season in my life, and, and uh, it's a different approach to flute playing than anybody has ever heard me play before.
1: It is. I'm uh, I'm privy to this, Joey. I'm privy <clears throat> to this, and it's yeah. extremely exciting. And as you say, it is so far removed from the the Latin high tempo impact music that you people are, associate you with. It's. Far removed from that as possible, but yet it brings in a completely different side to yeah. flute playing. And uh, I know you're going to um, you're going to launch you're going to premiere this at the NFA this year, aren't you?
2: At, um, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the wellness project. Uh, yeah, you know, and, and uh, I guess the best way to put it is, uh, you know, the, the the message is is that we need to start being honest with ourselves. That is my manifesto to the flute community. So if you're listening, start being honest with yourself. You don't have to follow the path that everybody has done before. Um, And if you do, you know, follow a a standard path, put your niche on it, you know, put your signature uh, along the way. You know, that's how doors of opportunity are going to open up, because the truth is, is that. The world doesn't need another flute player, but the world does need you. Yeah, <laughs> True,
1: but the absolutely. world
2: does need you. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, being honest with ourselves, I think, is really important, and um, that in itself is fun. You know, just to see how real people are. You know, we don't need uh, processed flute players. You know, we don't need uh, um, synthetic flute players, uh, artificial intelligence flute players. <laughs> we just need honest. Uh, humans to be playing the flute and telling us their story you know what I mean and so even if you're playing somebody else's repertoire uh, it should sound different every time it should sound it it should sound how you feel at that moment that's that's my philosophy
1: Joey when you come onto the stage any stage whether it be in a jazz club whether it be in a concert environment to play classical music whether it be back home in Puerto Rico wherever it is wherever it is you always come onto the stage with a smile don't you you always look at the audience and smile and how often do we see uh, flute players coming on without smiling
2: oh my gosh I mean it's it's like 99% and that's without empirical research but I can I can come with that conclusion just based on my life experience watching performances I mean people are terrified when they're going to perform uh, I see students you know, pursuing performance degrees and then you tell them to play flute at any moment and they're freaking out because they're like, w- what do you mean? You know, my recital's not ready and you see so much preparation just for one recital and, and oftentimes they never touch that piece again until they become a professor years down the road or, you know, an applied lesson teacher, you know what I mean? And it's like, yo, we should be learning this music. Like, I pull out, you know, Griffith's poem and... Prokofiev, Iber, and, um, you, you know, I mean, just a lot of different pieces just for fun. If, knowing that I'm not going to play that because um, that's not my market. That's not what people want to hear me play. There's enough of that already, you know what I mean? And and, and so many people play it well. So does that mean that I stop um, practicing for the joy of Western art music, like the love of Western art music, do I stop practicing it? No. Uh, and I do it because it's fun. It's fun to learn. It's fun to revisit uh, a bit of history or a bit of my history in learning these tunes, you know. And and uh, look at that, I'm, I'm calling them tunes and not compositions, but you know, <laughs> yeah. But I guess when you memorize it all, you know, you, it, we we associate it in the jazz world uh, tunes are like what we memorize. So yeah, they're but, all tunes.
1: But you you also you had the freedom. And the F word, the F word, the fun, to take a classical piece and mash it up, thinking, yeah, respect to the person who wrote this. Let's see what we can do.
2: Oh, yeah. And one of the coolest things to do is when, uh, when I improvise, I love quoting, you know, classical nuggets into the music, you know, especially like if I'm in a particular key. Let's say I'm in, you know, improvising the key of B flat, you know, at least... Within that tonal center, um, I always recall that syrinx is in B flat. So <laughs> yeah, I've heard you do- <laughs> quote, <and laughs> I've you
1: know, heard you do uh, that.
2: If I'm in the key of E, uh, one of the easiest quotes to do is just the introduction of um, <clears throat> Kulank. You know, <laughs>
1: and it's say, it's just genuinely having fun with the instrument, having fun with music, but more importantly, having fun with yourself, isn't it?
2: yeah and and from a business perspective hey man people pay for fun
1: oh absolutely people
2: pay for fun all the time i mean look that's the simplest way to put it you know if you want to be in the music business which music um whether you see it as mathematics or history or you know something spiritual you know i mean whatever feel you know if you're approaching it from a psychological uh point of view that's great but at the end of the day the large part of the world sees music as a form of entertainment and as such, you know, uh, people are willing to pay for entertainment. I mean, look at movies and the box offices, you know, the super, uh, hero movies that are out, you know what I mean? And, you know, when you look at how people are using music, uh, or, or why they are attending concerts, they're doing it to, you know, for stress relief. So, you know, at the end of the day, who wants to pay, to see a performance where the person is stressed themselves, I think we need to distinguish the difference between stress and um, you know getting the butterflies. I get butterflies every time. Do I get you know those kind of butterfly nerves? Absolutely, but you know it, it, it's also uh, I enjoy that because it's also a reminder. Like every time that I perform, it doesn't matter it's if it's for you know um, a nursing home or an orphanage or if it's in Carnegie Hall or wherever. I get the butterflies and um, it's, you know, it, it's affirming to me that I need not to rely on myself. I don't think uh, that, you know, I have it all together. You know, I have confidence and, and you break down the word confidence confide in Latin means with faith. So I have faith, you know, um, that everything's going to turn out well. And, um, you know, that's the approach that I have. So I have to smile. Because we have faith that, you know, our floor that we're walking on is not going to crumble uh, or that the table, um, you know, is not going to drop our food or, or that we're not going to fall from our chair. We have that kind of faith, the same faith that my son has that I'm not going to drop him. You know what I mean? And so we need to have the same faith when we're playing music. And, you know, sometimes just putting up a smile, standing up with, with a better posture and also taking time to slow down, especially before a performance, and appreciate, like, like, see if in, in, in your mind you can actually slow down time, all right, mm-hmm. did you have a good meal, are, are a lot of people excited to, you know, receive something from you, you know, musically, these are the things that we need to be conscious aware of, you know, I mean, thank God that that we have this career as, as musicians, and, and we're not you know, necessarily doing a nine to five job in a cubicle. And if you are doing that and you're a flute player, that's okay. You know what I mean? Um, pursue your dreams, whatever your dream is and and do, and do your work, do the task with, with a great attitude and, and with gratitude, right? Great attitude, gratitude, combine those, right. (laughs) And, and, (laughs) and, uh, look at that. Now it's almost five in the morning and I'm rapping.
0: Aye.
2: But, yeah, that's how we need to embrace it, Uncle. That's, that's how we need to do it.
1: Cool. You're on a roll. Oh, You're on a roll. You're on a roll.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Joey, you were talking m- earlier about slowing down. And, you know, I'm very aware of the need to be in the present. And a lot of musicians aren't, are they? They When they're studying or when they've got performance coming up, they are future-imagining um, that's fine if you're going to visualise ahead
2: to make well, sure that you've the, got- their, their future and then they're also thinking about the past as well, right Absolutely. after the performance, you know, they're dwelling in the past. So they're only dwelling in the future or in the past. It's, it's, uh, not, a, it's not common for a lot of musicians to be dwelling in, in the present moment, you know. And I think when we do, I think we'll be more aware of the fact that uh, it's like everything I've just been saying. Uh, you know, the position, the platform that we've been given and how can you not enjoy that? You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah you're if, right.
1: If someone tells you a joke, you don't laugh ten minutes later or um, you don't laugh tomorrow or yesterday, you laugh now because somebody told you a joke now.
2: Well, with your jokes, I laugh now and I laugh tomorrow <laughs> thinking about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just laughed all the I laugh all the time anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Joey, you've moved to Florida.
2: I have. I have moved to the Sunshine State, and I'm so thrilled uh, to have taken up a new position at the University of Florida, uh, where I'm going to be leading up the curriculum for music business and entrepreneurship. Uh, we also have a fabulous flute professor here, Kristen Stoner, as well. Um, so, you know, a lot of great things are happening here at this university, and a lot of innovation and I mean, uh, I technically have not started uh, my official date of employment and already we've begun to, we've worked on several projects already with different colleagues and faculty, uh, recording projects. I've done a gig um, with some of the musicians, talked to some of the students. I mean, just a lot of wonderful things in the works.
1: And when you wake up and you see the sunshine every day, that does put a smile on your face, doesn't it?
2: Hey, sunshine, palm trees and water. Yeah. Yeah. And... (laughs) and gators yeah and gators well you, uh, florida's not for the week
1: <laughs> <laughs> there was a um there was something that popped up on uh, twitter over the weekend of this uh woman that came downstairs and found a gator a 10 foot gator in a kitchen
2: <laughs> oh man wow yeah well at that point i think we would all be scared <laughs> <Yeah>. chomp chomp <laughs>
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, well, the thing, thing is, is over here in Blighty, over here in London, you know, we don't have anything that is harmful. We don't have snakes. Well, we'd have the odd snake, but they're not harmful, um, apart from the adder, but that's fine. You never see those. We don't have crocodiles or alligators or anything poisonous. In fact, we don't have the weather that you have. We're, soft. yeah. We're softies, aren't we? I,
2: I don't <laughs> want to speak bad about England or London. Or, or just Great Britain. No, no, I'm not going to. So, no, you guys are not softies. You nope. you rule three-quarters of the world anyways, you know? Doesn't the Queen own uh, so many different countries? So, no, I don't think there's anything soft about you guys. Uh, I think in many ways... Uh, America is a lot softer emotionally I mean you guys are, are a lot tougher and, and more balanced in, in many ways um, uh, I don't know I know. think I
1: think there's a lot of people over here that still think we do rule the waves but
2: uh... <laughs> <laughs> well you know you're a different case I mean you, you, you grew up there but I mean I've never met an Englishman quite like you you know <laughs> and I don't goodness. think anybody has either I mean first of all the red socks yeah the the uh, flamboyant attitude, you know, and, and uh, uh, I hear that it rains a lot or it's cloudy over there. But yes. uh, you bring you bring um, the rays of sunshine everywhere you go.
1: Oh, you're in danger of making me feel quite embarrassed. And then that, that, yeah. that was just very fleeting embarrassed. And then it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if
2: if I uh, if if I didn't know any better, I'd say you were a Puerto Rican with a British accent.
1: Whoa. Oh, now that's a compliment. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think the bottom... If I could dance, we if I could dance, I would dance. Well, I think the bottom line is, Joey, I don't take myself too seriously. And I b- strongly believe in that you've got to have fun. And f- um, there's times in your life when, you, you, when you're, you need to be serious and you need to be straight. But most of the other time, let's just smile. And there's not enough people smiling in our lives, is there? Are you still there, Joey?
2: I'm still here. Ah, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Here's a challenge that I have for flutists who make it to the end of this podcast, Go on, then. you know, record the next video that you record, smile right before you play the piece and put a thumbs up too. I think it'll, it'll not only will it make it feel you, uh, make you feel more confident in yourself, but it'll also relieve the tension in the room for the audience as well to know, Hey, we're here to have fun and, uh, do that. And then tag uh tag tj flutes on instagram you know smile put a thumbs up and then play and you'll see that uh you know your playing will change it will it, be freer you know you'll open up i mean at the end of the day everything starts with our cognizance and so we you know it's a mindset and and, and how we approach our mindset uh, how we approach the flute you know uh how we approach ourselves it's the flute will reflect that
1: and at that at that point sir joey we are approaching five o'clock in the morning (laughs) your time
2: (laughs) and i've woken you up i've woken you morning everybody rise and shine (laughs) yeah like you're sleeping enjoying your cute little dreams who's up and ready to go (laughs) to practice and have some fun I'm going to work on my long tones now at five. <laughs> well,
1: you've demonstrated the fact that at such a, an early hour of the day, that fun is still a major part of your life. And I would just like to thank you, Joey, for, you know, for taking this, <laughs> this random call and, uh, just being full of the spirit of Florida.
2: Uh, Well, I appreciate it, and uh, thank you all for listening. And uh, I hate to cut it short, Uncle, but I have another phone call, and it's The Pillow calling me.
1: uh, Well, before I go, Joey, I'll just have to say, we will have to do another podcast just to release and reveal this new project that um you were speaking about
2: earlier because it, it, does, oh, take, sure. it
1: does take you a, a completely different way so we'll catch you up but that will be at a proper time
2: absolutely looking forward to it hey everybody have fun
1: thank you joey you're so kind <laughs> all right
2: take care <laughs>
1: take care uh thank you everybody and thank you to uh jose valentino at such an early hour until next week take care Goodbye.